I'm in. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me, Marie-Pia, because there's no music? One, two. Hello, good morning. You can hear me? I want to check if I can hear you. We're going to check this out. Can you hear me? Yeah, because I don't hear the music anymore, so I don't know when we're, we're, when we're, when we're hip and happening. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Monique. Good morning, Anna. Good morning, Jane. My friends here on Zoom. Lee's always there. Guys, don't forget to open up your Podbeam. There's that little button of hearts. I can't wait to push the button just to see all the hearts explode. Do, 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 do. Good morning, Marie-Pierre. I like that. Yeah. You're having coffee with us. I'm so excited. So I was sharing with everyone the importance of this book, okay? The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If anybody's joining our podcast for the very first time on Monday and Tuesday, Sabrina and Jean-Philippe cover uh, leadership, tribal leadership now, which is awesome. On Wednesday, we cover um, Anthony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. And Thursday and Friday, we're doing the fabulous book of Stephen Covey. Let me tell you, it is not an easy book. Oof. Like, like He's very intense about having a valued, um, a centered life. And what I'm saying to the, uh, what I'm saying about why it's intense, because you know, a lot of us go astray and we go, we do things that don't fit in our values. And I think as we get older, we understand the importance of more and more of staying within um, what's, what's our values, what's our priorities. But that takes time and, and takes, I don't know if it's an English word, intentionality. I just invented it. Maybe I have no clue. I'm looking at my friend Monique. No, it's not a word. There you go. But it feels good. And you got to be, you got to have intentionality. <laughs> You have to be intentional, right? Uh, so this morning, a fun, fun example. I'm Maria Mariano. For those that no, don't know me, 38 years in multi-level marketing business. Today is August 13. I'm celebrating 35 years with Mohammed. I didn't forget. I didn't forget, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'll tell you the truth. I have Jeanette that reminded me it's my anniversary. <laughs> Can you imagine? Anyways. All that being said, I woke up late this morning. So let's say I don't have today's experience or I never worked on my personal development, my personal leadership to start leading me. What would happen if you have commitments and you wake up late for whatever reason? A lot of people say, oh, you're irresponsible. No, you know, stuff happens. Stuff happens, right? Then I would have went in panic mode. For those listening to us on Podbean and you can't see me, I have two circles in my hands. One, one which is about six inch diameter and one which is two inch in diameter. The six inch in the diameter is a visual that reminds me what I have no power on. It concerns me, but I have no power on it. The two inch in diameter tells me this is the only thing you can change. So waking up late, if it was 25 years ago, I would have went in circle of concern mode, which means I would have been freaking out. What am I going to do? Example, we had the team live to do this morning. We have the pre-podcast to do this morning. We have the podcast. So as long as I would have been in my circle of worry, on my circle of concern, I would have been totally in, um, in efficacy. I would have been totally worthless. 
I would not have moved into action. I would have been running like a chicken without a head. Anybody follow me on Zoom what I'm saying here? Okay. Versus because I, I lead me first. And this is what the chapter is about today. You've got to lead yourself first. And I have experience. So as I opened my eyes and I said, shit, I'm an hour late. Okay, you're, you're sending those hearts. Hey, guys, I, start, I started seeing those hearts up on me. I love it. I love the hearts, okay? I said, ah, shit, I'm late. I laughed. I laugh in the face of adversity. Remember yesterday? Ha, 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 ha. You know, I laughed. And my brain right away never entered the circle of concern, what I cannot do. But I went straight to my circle of influence. I, I write to Marie-Pierre, Marie-Pierre, do the team live. I just woke up. And I need to get my podcast ready. And then my mind in the circle of, of, of influence said, if ever you need a little bit more time, the pre-podcast, Marie-Pierre could do it. So that bought me what I call an hour and 15, and everything went as it should have went, at the exception of Marie-Pierre and Sylvain taking care of the life. This is the kind of shoes of peace I want you to wear. Never, ever panicking. This is what this book does. So I'm hoping that you're really um, taking it seriously and actually going and buy the book and redoing it. It's the fifth time I'm doing it because I'm telling you, Stephen Covey for the last, I would say, 25 years has been an incredible influencer on me keeping my shoes of peace. And I can count on one hand when I've lost it and I fell out of control, but I'm trying to think with the character I have, the Italian blood boiling in me the way I have it, if I didn't, if I didn't work every day of staying within my circle of influence, I wonder how many times I would have blown a fuse and caused my life not to be where it is today. With 35 years of marriage today, what? I've got to call Mohammed and wish him happy anniversary, right? Uh, with 38 years in this multi-level business, more prosperous than ever. Those that were at rally yesterday, you, we announced the results. Those that will be at rally tonight, like we're, we're, we are living an incredible growth. And I'm saying to myself, what is happening? Well, when you're patient, what will happen? And you pass the tests all the time that life throws your way, the obstacles, you know, the, the adversity and you survive and you embrace it and you come out of it stronger than when you went into it. You will, you will live the most incredible results ever. And people often give up just, just before the next success. So diving right into the subject today, we are starting habit number three. What? Okay, hey, Marie-Pierre, it's been what, two months? We're starting habit number three out of seven. That Does that give you an idea of the intent, how intense this book is? So habit num number three says, put first things first. Today, in, in the beginning of habit number three, it's very, going to be very light. It's just diving. And you're going to have another exercise to do this weekend. So the application exercise yesterday of habits one and two. And today, the beginning of the application of habit number three. It's principles of personal management. 
Okay, this is not about leadership. This is about me managing me. Habit three is about personal management as well as your purpose. So if you're writing down notes, right, as well as your purpose, your values, and your priorities. Now, these are big words. I look at you, Anna, you're 18 years old. I was about 20 the first time I heard the word priorities. About, oh, yeah. And then I was about 30 before I understood even what it meant. I heard it at 20, but I didn't get what it meant before 30, right? When you have a husband, you have children, you have a business, and you say, how do I make all of this work? So you're very privileged, Anna, at 18 years old, to be able to assist a podcast that I wish I had at your age. There's a lot of things that maybe would have been a lot more fast-tracked if I was able to follow some kind of coaching and mentoring on my personal development. So habit three is that if you put first things first, you are organized, right? And managing time and events according to the personal priorities you have established in habit number two. I mean, it's a lot of words, but don't forget, guys, it's going to take us about two months to cover it. So if you don't get it today, you're going to get it next next to Thursday. And if you don't get it next Thursday, you're going to get it next Friday. And if you don't get it there, believe me, in a month, two months, by the time I'm done with you, you're going to get it. Okay. So putting first things first, I'm going to repeat in many different ways, means doing the most important things in your life first. Sounds easy, huh? It isn't. Believe me, 38 years experience in multi-level marketing, mother of three children, Married today, 35 years. It's not easy. Sounds very easy. It means being clear about your priorities and acting on them. I mean, I only figured out my priorities when I was about 30, where I realized my priority number one had to be me. Because when Italian mama wasn't happy, the rest of the family fell apart. And priority number two had to be my husband when I came to realize that my kids wouldn't be there forever. And at the HDR now, if I didn't have built my relationship with Mohammed, I wouldn't be calling him my James Bond. We would, we would be living like, like friends instead of like husband and wife. Anybody understand me when I'm saying this? Okay. So understanding those priorities. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, as I'm getting the podcast ready this morning, Marie-Pierre, and I'm saying, how can I visually give you this? And then I remembered an exercise we did in one of our trainings in the beginning of our seminar of leaders years and years ago. And although you're listening it on Podbeam, I'm still going to try to give you uh, an example. A perfect example is visualizing your ro- visualizing rocks being the most important thing in your life visualizing pebbles as being the second most important thing in your life and visualizing sand being important. Okay. So visualize boulders, pebbles, sand. Am I doing a good job at this Marie-Pierre for them to visualize it? Yes. Okay. So putting first things first of Stephen Covey means I have this much time. So visualize an aquarium that everyone has 24 hours. The aquarium represents 24 hours, okay? Rocks are my priorities, such as my health, my family, my husband. Pebbles represents my work and learning, very important. 
also, right? But if I have no health, what good does, does it give me to make money and work and learn, right? Okay. Pebbles, uh, sand represents the other stuff, the, like going and do groceries. I mean, you still got to do it. You still got to cook, you know, you still got to clean your house. And then water, visualize water, represents gaming, represents Netflix, represents going out for a drink with your friends. Okay. You see it? But we all have the same aquarium, 24 hours. What Stephen Covey says, putting first things first, is that if you start by filling up the aquarium with water, which is going out with your friends, partying, clubbing, uh, uh, gaming, how are you going to fit the boulders? How are you going to fit the pebbles? How are you going to fit the sand? So what basically he's saying, he says, same 24 hours, Start with the boulders. This is the first thing that has to go in your agenda. Okay. So did you block off an hour uh, at one day with Mohammed? Did you block off in your agenda supper time with your children? Because my children are older right now, so it becomes like Saturday nights. Did you block off going and see your father? These are my boulders. So that's the first things first in my in, in, in reality, in my 168 hours, my aquarium for me represents my week. It's 168 hours. So those boulders are in. Then I take the pebbles and they will slide between the boulders. And what are those pebbles? It's my work, which means what, Maria? Well, it means uh, my power hours on Monday mornings, my power hours on Tuesday mornings, my, my, my meetings, coaching and mentoring that I have during the week means preparing for podcasts. Those are my pebbles. Now, I put my first priorities, family, me, uh, my husband, my children, and now I take my pebbles and they'll go through the boulders. Monique, can you visualize it? Because it's so hard when you're working with pod, you can visualize it. Okay. Now I have other stuff remaining in there there's groceries i mean it's got to get done there's cleaning it's got to get done there's the bringing the children to their activities it's got to get done but you'll notice as you take the sand and you drop it over the boulders boulders and the pebbles it will infiltrate in between can you visualize it i'm always looking at money can you visualize it okay great now you think your aquarium is full, your 168 hours. Well, surprise, surprise, take two liters of water, and maybe, maybe you can do this exercise at home, take two liters of water and pour it gently. That is going out for a drink. That is watching Netflix. That is gaming. Pour it, pour it slowly. It's going to fit. You see, it's going to infiltrate through cleaning of the house, uh, cooking, um, uh, preparing your podcast or learning, you know, for other people. Uh, and it just slowly infiltrates. So when I look at my 168 hours, everything is done and I'm up to date with Lucifer. You see, this is what we, we need to understand. But remember, if I would have been updated with Lucifer by watching it, binge watching it for two days in a row, then my pebbles, my boulders, and my sand wouldn't fit it. Now what happens? Okay. So it pretty much says 
You've got to put first things first, which are the things that are going to move you from here to here. What else does it do? Putting first things first is really important component of a good personal leadership. When the habit is practiced, you are always considering the impact of your action on other people. It helps me to stay disciplined and it keeps me, uh, it keeps my personal integrity intact. I'll give you another example on this one. How many people work or go to meetings and they end up meeting other men and women? So I'm very anti when the company has a party and the husbands, the spouses are not invited. I'm very anti this because don't call me old fashioned, but I know that when you put a man and a woman in a room, the devil is present. Call me old fashioned if you want. It's just the way it is. Now you add a drink or two to that. What can happen? Let's say things are not going good at home. Okay. I might begin to have feelings for somebody else, but those feelings are um, erroné, they're wrong. It's just because in the present moment, maybe it's not going at, good at home. Putting first things first says to me, well, I'm not going to go to the club without my husband. See, there's a lot of things in, in play here. So our chances of cheating, because we are thinking of our personal integrity and the impact it's going to have on other people, it's never going to happen. So it's all things like this, but there's two questions you need to ask yourself. So we're going to dive right now with Marie-Pierre, my astronaut. Once again, if you haven't shared and you haven't sent hearts, I send myself hearts. There you go. I pushed my button. Okay, please do it. And we'll talk about the conference and then dive into two very important questions before we really dive into the subject next week. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Maria. So, yes, I'm Marie-Pierre. I'm 30 years old. I've been in M&M for seven years now. And before that, I did my master in biology. So that's why Maria called me the astronaut. <laughs> so, yes, before we start with the two important questions, if you didn't share, make sure to share and always uh, give heart and comments because, yes, we do a uh, draw in the... Um, Everyone on Podbean with the hearts at the end of the month for our conditioning program and on Facebook because we want to build that big community that always level up because we have the vision of building a thousand millionaire. And if you are part of the podcast every morning, did you get your ticket for the conference? It's on next Saturday, so not tomorrow. The next one, so next Saturday, it will be our conference. So if you didn't get your ticket, it's the time to do it. <laughs> so it will really be a workshop. So we can uh, always work together and not just listen for two hours <laughs> of podcast, but really to work on yourself during those two hours. So make sure to get your ticket. I will put the link in the comments so you can just click on it and you can get your ticket. So if we go in the subject of today, those two important questions to begin the habit number three. So the first question is, what is one thing you could do, something that you are around doing now, that if you did it on a regular basis, would make a tremendous positive difference in your personal life? So question number one, it's in your personal life. What is that one thing you could do that would make a 
positive difference in your personal life. So if already you think of something, go and write it in the comments. I'm curious to know if you already have an answer. If you don't have an answer, I have a few examples for you. So I, <laughs> I found 20 examples for the question number one. So if you don't know what to write, just listen to the 20 examples. And after that, you can choose one of them to be your uh, answer for uh, today. So I love those art. Okay, <laughs> I did it. It's okay, I can continue. <laughs> I love Okay, so the example for the question number one of uh, um, what you could do. So one, it can be exercise more often. So maybe it will be one day a week, maybe it will be two days a week. So exercise more often. It can be to drink your two liters of water per day. So maybe it will be to drink your water. Maybe it will be to eliminate non-essential in your house. So to clean, eliminate what is not essential in your house. To eat healthy. It can be to step out of your comfort zone. To sleep enough. <laughs> So you don't wake up late. <laughs> to balance family and work. To read every day. To make time for yourself. To quit watching TV. Write every day. I love this one. To check your bank account every day. I love it. <laughs> to choose comfort for your future self over comfort right now. To be less reactive and more proactive. Scroll less on social media. To practice saying no. To get up early. To save money. To love yourself. And quit complaining. <laughs> okay, so in those 20 examples, what is for you that one thing you could do, something that you are not doing it now, that will make a difference, a positive difference in your personal life? So go in the comments. I want to know what is that one thing you can do to make a positive difference. So Anna, say, stop complaining. <laughs> Victoria, improve my balance in all areas of my life. I love it. Liz, to love myself. Jane, to exercise more. Kate, to start going on, on vacation. Laura, to stop complaining. I love it. <laughs> Joyce, to love myself. Perfect. <laughs> so now that you have that one for the first question, we go into the question number two. What is that one thing, but now in your business or professional life that would bring a positive difference in your work life? So if already you have an idea, go write it in the comments. And if you have no idea what to write, it's okay. I have 20 more <laughs> examples for you. <laughs> so, oh, I love. 
Jane already write scheduling. Yes, it's part of the example. Absolutely, it's so important. So let's go in the example and after that you can answer the question what is that one thing you can do in your uh, professional life to make a positive difference. So example, let's go. The first one is to turn off your notification on your phone, tablets, everything. <laughs> Maria is really happy now because she did it <laughs> this week. <laughs> yes. Uh, to learn something new at work. So maybe it will be a new program and go uh, uh, take a course. So learn something new. It can be to create a synergy at work. So maybe you are, uh, um, I don't know, it's PDG, I think it's in English, or CEO. Ah, oh, okay. The one, <laughs> the big boss. Okay. <laughs> And you can create a synergy at work. So you can create uh, maybe to uh, eat together uh, every Monday to just create a synergy at work and create tradition. So to create tradition. So maybe you don't have a professional life at, at, at outside of your house. So to create tradition in your house, it can be that. It can be to add one meeting with someone that you want to develop per, per day. So maybe to add one meeting, to take time to schedule, to plan ahead, stop multitasking, mm. to ask for more responsibility, to create a sense of community by helping others to track your progress, to end your day on a positive note, to ask more questions, to consult your mentor. We always say, have a mentor, but if you don't consult them, then <laughs> you need to consult your mentor. To ask for feedback, to delegate more, to work in power hour, so you, you have, you know, you have one hour to work. So you can say, okay, 15 minutes of that, 15 minutes of that, 15 minutes of that, 15 minutes of that. So you can be really productive in that hour. To set daily goals. To ask for help. To start early before everyone is. And to use competition as a motivator. So now with those examples, what is that one thing in your work life that will make a positive difference in your life? Stop multitasking. <laughs> yes. Mm. To have faith in the process. I love it. Turn off the notification. Absolutely. Notification, notification. <laughs> Stop always second doubt. Stop multitasking. Yes. So if maybe you <laughs> you need to uh, read those 20 examples to really uh, choose it, uh, yes, I will uh, put that document on the group Lemiliana de Diama Inspirational Group. So if you want to print it like Maria, or maybe just to look at it to choose that one thing <laughs> you want to uh, add 
in your personal life and in your work life to make a positive difference in your life. Admit, guys, admit. Aren't you happy you're here this morning? Like those I can see on Zoom. Aren't you happy? Like, I don't know about you, but can you imagine having had this information at 18? Like seriously, okay? How life transforming it is. By the way, I'm very competitive. I like to win. And I just want to say that right now, Lise Boucher is number three, most hearts, most comments. Number two is Kendra. And number one is Virginie. Here's the baby in me. Whoa! so bad. I'm so bad. So my conclusion in this is understanding what Stephen Covey is trying to tell us. He's saying, he's saying, remember habit number one, you are the creator. You are in charge. Use your four endowments of imagination, consciousness, um, independent will will and self-awareness. It's something he says, God has not given to animals. So exercise it. Habit number two is to creation. First, is the mental creation based on imagination, right? This is your first. And what habit number three is the second creation, it's the physical creation, it's the fulfillment, the actualization of my first uh, creation, which is, you know, I, I want to qualify for the trip for Paris. Okay, great. Can you see yourself in Paris? You know, um, can you imagine what you're going to do, what you're going to visit? This is the first creation. The second creation is you got to put it in action. So what it says is, uh, what it says in habit number three, management is clearly different from leadership. It is the right brain activity. So management is the breaking down on how I'm going to qualify for my trip to Paris, how I'm going to build this new home, how I'm going to clear this debt. Wow. I'm getting the, uh, as I got this ready, I said, this is exactly what we need in these fast changing times, which will be, which will, which you got to ask yourself the question, will I be part of the parade or will I be watching the parade going by? So when COVID came along, we decided as an organization, we were going to come out of this pandemic better than when we walked in. It was our first creation, our first imagination. And then we planned it out. And I'm telling you guys, our best years are ahead, whether you are in a multi-level marketing business, whether you are uh, in charge of a department where you work, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home dad, it doesn't matter. I've got to send myself one one more time the hearts. Look at this. I'm such a baby. There's this new thing on Podbeam and I'm like... Uh, It's okay. I love being a kid. Okay. So are you going to be part of the new age? I'm telling you, you here on the podcast, the millionaire of the diamonds. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yesterday we were sharing in our meetings. We said, put the snowplow. There's a snowplow of abundance passing on your street. Make sure they drop some off in your driveway. So let's be intentional about leveling up and making sure we stick with the right people so we will not watch the parade go by, but we're in that parade and the snowplow keeps dropping off all this incredible success and abundance in our driveway. Guys, I love you. Happy weekend. Two homeworks. Number one, 
application, the suggestions Marie-Pierre gave you, the, the exercise is on the Facebook page, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. And number two, you've got to answer the two questions before next Thursday. Let's be intentional about working on being a better version of ourselves. Love you guys. For my English friends, get ready for tonight. We're going to have a rock and roll meeting. Okay, bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Marie-Pierre, I love this podcast. I love this podcast. It's good when I say I love this podcast. Bon matin, bon matin. Off to the...